I've been having so many conversations recently with so many different people that are talking to me about wanting to scale their business. And whenever we talk about acquisition or they bring up the word acquisition, they feel like it's not for them because they've not got the capital behind them or they don't want the risk. On today's show, I'm going to share with you how you can grow your business by acquisition without needing to invest a penny. had a few conversations recently with different people, different types of businesses, very, very different business people about different ways to grow your business. Now, obviously there's lots of different ways that you can grow your business. You know, you can be employing salespeople, you can be changing some of the things that you can be doing, you can be coming up with a new offering, but one of the easiest ways to grow your business, and there's actually a lot of big, big, big businesses out there that have scaled massively through acquisition. Now it's a really interesting way to grow your business. And it's actually a way that a lot of people don't think is, is something that they can actually do or can benefit from. So you might feel like if you want to be acquiring businesses, you've got overloaded capital behind you. So what I wanted to do is just share a couple of conversations that I've had recently with people that it makes complete sense, but a lot of people seemingly don't understand the process behind it. So you can acquire businesses without having any capital. So you could have no money right now, not even have a business, but there would be a way that you could acquire a business. Now, let me talk you through it. So the person that you'd be acquiring a business from, what the way you would acquire it from them is by coming up with a deal that they were happy with in terms of what you could buy it for, right? So imagine they've got a business at the moment that's doing, I don't know, £100,000 uh, turnover per year. Small business, relatively small business. They might be just working themselves in that business. They might have costs that might be, what, 60, 70 grand, then paying them a little bit. The business isn't making loads of money, but they're paying themselves a good salary. Now, in that sort of circumstance, there'll be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of businesses like that in your sort of sector. What do you think realistically they would want or they would think their business was worth? Because it wouldn't be worth an absolute fortune. And until, you know, I've had these conversations with people in the past that think their business is worth a fortune and it's only when someone sits down with them and says wait a minute you're involved in absolutely everything that's going on in your business it's not worth a penny which is a tough conversation to have but that's a slightly different story but think about the business that you're trying to acquire think about what they've got going on in their business right now what are the biggest challenges that they face as a business owner or as a business and how could you help to alleviate some of those challenges that they've got going on so meet up with these businesses like if there's a business that you like ideally Find a business that you feel like you could add some value to and you could help to scale, okay? Because they're going to be the easiest ones for you to make an impression on. Now, if you sit down with the business owner or the people or the stakeholders, depending on what size of business you're looking at, ask them where they are at the moment, ask them where they're looking to be and ask them what they think their business is worth and what it would be worth to them for you to take it on and then what that would entail. Now, in an example of the business that we said there, that was about £100,000 and there was someone that was just literally paying themselves a wage, they're probably not wanting that much money for, like for the business in you know in real terms if you think they you know they might be paying themselves 30 grand a year but they're working 50 hours every single week what would it be worth to them for you to be able to help them to get out of it now i don't know if we use something random or something that a lot of people understand so say like a gardening business so a gardener might have i don't know 100 clients all paying them i don't know 10 pound 
per week just for ease of maths. So they've got uh, what a thousand pounds worth of revenue coming into their business every single week. Obviously, not all of that is profit. They've got about four thousand pounds coming into their business. Obviously, if you doubled that, it would get nearer to the hundred grand that we're talking about. But if you wanted to acquire that business, what you would need to do is say to them, "What do you want for the business?" And then it could be you go, "Well, I'm happy with that. I will pay you that for the business." And you might come up with an earnout on a deal that you came up with that you're happy with, with them staying involved in the business and and helping to hand stuff over and what have you. Or what you could say to them is, I tell you what, I will come into your business, I will implement some processes into your business, ideally, and in most most likely you're gonna have a business that's very similar to that business anyway, if you're gonna be trying to require it. You say, what we will do is, I'll come into your business, we will use all of our processes to help you to become more efficient within your business, and we will give you what you want in terms of your earn out or sale of the business, through the efficiency changes and improvements that we're going to be implementing within it over the years. So for that gardening business, if they're getting paid at all, it's just that example, it makes no difference what the numbers are, but just to show you, if they get paid £10 per week per client across those 100 clients, but you know that you've got a facility that will help you to do the same job in half the time, suddenly you know there's a lot more in that business than the, than, uh, than they're actually realising at the moment. Plus, if it's a gardening business that they're literally doing they're mowing the lawns and they're doing the hedges, but they're not doing anything else. You might understand that, well, do you know what? There's loads of other things that that client would need. And because this gardener is really, really well thought of in the area, that is really, really well liked and he does an amazing job, the fact that you could come in and say, right, we're also going to start doing, I don't know, we'll do something with the flower beds or we'll, uh, obviously I'm not a gardening expert, but it might be, you know, we're going to, we'll clean the drive, we'll make sure that we do all like the de-weeding, we'll, um, We'll make sure we like we'll clean the house. You could even go like we'll start to be cleaning the roof because you're partnering with other agencies, or you might have a business that can already do that. But look at the other businesses around the thing that your specialism is in, and if that gardening bit falls into it, like well, what are the other things that we could add to the hundred clients that we have got that would add value to our overall solution? And you can really, really, really super quickly build the revenue model within that business. So there's loads, loads, loads more coming in, and in a very short space of time. You can give the person that was just the gardener that 100 clients that he didn't even really like because he's working really, really mad hours and not really earning that much money, you can get him the earnout that he wants anyway. And there might still be a case where you could get that person the earnout that they want, but then still keep them on, on a wage, managing a lot of the stuff that they're already doing. But because the improvements that you've made in the infrastructure within that business, because you're already an expert in a, in a different way, it will help that business to be more profitable and help you with that acquisition. Now, obviously, a gardening is just one to one type of business, but it could be the same as any business, like a, a different end of the spectrum, like a law firm. If you're trying to acquire a law firm, again, if it's relatively small and there's a couple of solicitors that are in there, they're going to have one particular or two particular specialisms of focus within law, but some of those specialisms might also fit well with what you're doing within your practice. And it might be the case that, look, you're, you want that client base because you know that you can get more out of them in revenue terms, but you can get the person that's running the business, the earn out that they want from it because they're not realizing it because they're not business orientated or they don't understand how to build the value within the business. But you know, coming in, you could add super, super, super layers of value on top of what they're doing and charge a hell of a lot more than what they're charging at the moment for basically the same thing, which obviously is the big thing that you'll hear me talk about over and over and over again. But try to find or look around in your marketplace and try to find a business that's really well thought of, ideally, because what you don't want is taking on something that you're going to have to start to build and build and build, and it's going to take a lot of time to overcome negative experience that people have had. But businesses, ideally, that are really, really well thought of, but you know 
are either specialists in one particular area or they massively undercharge for what they do. The one example, uh, one, the one story that I had this week was with a, a lady that runs a, an amazing recruitment company. She scaled really, really, really quickly over the past few years without acquisition. And when, when we're talking about uh, taking on more staff and doing all these different bits and pieces, I just happened to say, what about acquisition? And she said, well, it's going to cost me a lot of money to be acquiring uh, recruitment firms. And then when I went into just a bit of detail with her on how you could get a, a recruitment firm that might be a little bit set in the ways and they're literally just making a number of phone calls to get a number of appointments to close a number of sales and everything is being tracked in a filing cabinet somewhere or in a spreadsheet somewhere and they've not got any sophisticated software or CRMs to make sure they're following up in the right way or anything to do with um, improvements in interview process or adding any training on top of what they're doing. They might be charging 5% for roles that she's charging 20% for and the clients lap it up at 20% because of all the extra value that she's got. So for a firm like that that you could acquire, that's only charging 5% right now, you could, because they're not going to make in a load of money, you could easily build value into that business very, 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 very quickly to get that person that is running the business the earn out that they need or the increase in salary that they would want, but you get what you want out of it by getting their client base and then enable you, enable you to charge the higher fees or add the other services onto the package that you've already got. So in conclusion, don't limit yourself by thinking you've not got the capital behind you or you don't want to risk a certain amount of capital to acquire a business when there are other ways that you can structure a deal that will be you know, win for you because you get the thing that you want, which is probably their client base. They got what they want, which is the, um, the exit of the business for whatever they want. And the clients that are involved are really, really happy because they'll have a nice handover and plus the proposition for what they were getting already will actually have improved by using the process and stuff that you have built. All you need to do is think about what are the things that you can do to build value into your business, build some processes in that are different from what other people are doing. They're framed in a different way. As you'll have heard me say, people will place different amounts of value on the same thing, just packaged up in a different way. And what is the way that you can do that and how can you do it? You don't need to have huge, huge sums of money to be acquiring businesses. And in fact, when you see some of the businesses out there that are just growing by acquisition and they're spending a fortune on all these different types of businesses, quite often they are massively overpaying and they're encountering a hell of a lot of risk by taking on these businesses just because they've got the capital behind them. So it's actually a positive thing that if you haven't got the capital behind you or you don't want to put the capital in, that you can come up with a deal with someone that wants to exit a business anyway, they are more likely to do the things that you're talking to them about to do because they want the same thing as you. You're actually on the same page that you've got the same goal. And for you, once you've got those clients and you're building that client base, it actually gives you more economies of scale to do the things that you do better for lower cost and enable you to make more money as a business. Just to finish, at some point, I'm sure you'll have been, the way you'll have heard about the show will have been probably through somebody else that you knew or you'll have seen it posted somewhere or someone will have literally forwarded it to you. All I ask just for in exchange for the time that I put into putting together the shows for you and also the you know the the acquiring of the knowledge over the past 20 odd years it's just that you share it with people because my mission is to help more businesses more business owners to build businesses that work for them rather than them feeling like they're always working for a business and one easy way to do that is for you to think someone out there in your world right now that could benefit from some support and if you could share the podcast with them that would mean the absolute world to me hopefully you're enjoying the show and hopefully i'll catch you on the next episode What?